Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bo Brock on Hard Knocks, episode two, Eve, here on a Wednesday. But first, Bo, can we trust anything this Arizona Cardinals franchise tells me, tells you, press conferences, media availability? Because right now, I feel like old Pinocchio's nose continues to grow we right. get one piece of information from the national media, and then you know, Cliff, Kyler, just doing some hanging at the facility. I don't trust anything they say. If I had any information that I wanted somebody to conceal and never give away, if I had a secret, Johnny, that I didn't want anybody to know, I would tell it to Cliff Kingsbury and pretty much anybody else in this organization because – my God, they can keep a secret. They'd rather die than actually give us any information as far as the status of any of the players in that uh, organization at the facility in Tempe. Tried to figure out, you know, what the status is as far as Kyler Murray. I know we're going to get into that. And then, of course, the big news today, Hollywood Brown was designated to return from IR. What's his status? I think we got a couple things we can kind of read between the lines on, kind of try to see the forest through the trees and with this organization that likes to hide behind a gigantic smokescreen, um, the availability of those two players. It's frustrating because today should be a happy day. Like, I'm right. happy Hollywood <laughs> Brown is potentially back. It's great that Hollywood at least is being transparent. Like, if he plays Monday night, they brought him back, it would probably be in a limited role. A.J. Green's playing better. Rondell's exploded the last couple of weeks, but still Hollywood Brown is practicing. He wants to play. He said, I was always going to be out just four weeks. I'm back now. And I think part of it is Hollywood wants to get paid. Hollywood has a contract coming his way in T minus about 18 months. So he knows <laughs> precious time. I better go ball out. Kyler Murray, the situation with he and Colt McCoy is an interesting dynamic because I was thinking about it this morning, Bo, and I'm going to pose this question to you. I'm not sure any good is going to come out of it as it relates to K1. Because you've got Jeremy Fowler of ESPN on, on ESPN's Get Up this morning basically saying that Kyler could be out this week as well as multiple weeks. They play the Chargers next week at State Farm Stadium. Then they have their bye, which would sync up with his three games absence from last year, coincidentally, at this time. If Colt McCoy plays, and we don't even know if he's going to be available to play, but if he plays mm -hmm. Monday night against the San Francisco 49ers and beats the 49ers, is there a path for Kyler Murray to even get his job back this year? Would they not turn to him, given the fact that the offense looked better last week with a backup? Yeah. He plays next week. The guys rally around him. Because here's the thing. They lose Monday night. You know, postseason hopes, while not technically gone, are basically done. But you win on Monday night football, and you've beaten two division rivals back-to-back. -back. I don't know. It's going to be tough for Cliff Kingsbury to say, I'm just going to roll to not say I'm just going to roll with Colt McCoy the rest of this season. We're going to see how this goes. I mean, he, he was able to do it easily last year, but obviously they didn't have the start. They had the luxury of a seven and zero start, you know, 10 and two to where, you know, Colt McCoy during that stretch before the Bears game had played three games and started three games and two of them. He was just as good as he was against the L.A. Rams uh, on Sunday. So. Uh, you know, I, I I don't think he has that much hesitation to go back to Kyler Murray. I think they they know the score. They know what uh, Kyler Murray is bringing in. And Cliff Kingsbury understands, as he understood throughout the contract negotiations, that he is hitched to Kyler Murray. So is general manager Steve Kime. As far as their role with the organization, it is solely dependent on the success 
of their quarterback. But which is strange to me is with Kyler Murray, we found out today from Kyler himself that he didn't injure this hamstring against the Seattle Seahawks, as we all saw right. on Hard Knocks, right? We saw he re-aggravated it. He actually revealed that he injured that hamstring against the Minnesota Vikings. So he's already played with a hamstring injury. He he nursed the hamstring injury between Minnesota, the, that loss on the road, to the game on Sunday in Seattle, re-aggravated, and then was down against L.A. And you have to wonder, was he down because this was a team that dropped the three and six and basically their postseason hopes were dashed then? And they said, okay, let's just see what Colt can do in this game. They're down. We're down. If we win, great. But if we lose, no big deal with our backup quarterback in there. Let's not get let this thing get any worse. Now, as you're sitting in a position at four and six, another big divisional game, prime time, Mexico City. It's going to be, according to you, Johnny, and, and it, I can't remember what the source was on this. It's going to be like 80% San Francisco fans out there. 88%. 88 My God. And it's supposed to be a Cardinals home game. At least on the and the schedule, <laughs> which is just ridiculous, by the way. Like, I mean, the Niners, Niners are a top five brand in the NFL, right. and uh, the, you know there are a lot of people, uh, Hispanic people, people of that of that culture in Mexico mm-hmm. City that are diehard San Francisco 49er fans, and that's awesome. That's great for them. Make this a Niner home game because the Cardinals. I don't know if you guys know this. Go to San Francisco in right. Week 18, which is not fair. But that that's that's another that's argument about entirely. Eight percent San Francisco 49ers fans too, I would think, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just it's frustrating because it's like yeah. this is a this is supposed to be a, a celebratory game for the Cardinals and their franchise, home game, returning to a place they hadn't played in in almost 20 years against San Francisco when they got that victory once upon a time. And it's like we're we're supposed to trot out, according to Jalen Blair in the in the chat, 20 230 million reasons to go and back <laughs> Kyler Murray. And we want him to play. And he's up there talking to you and talking to the rest of the media today saying, you know, things are looking good. We're just going to see right. what happens. I don't expect him to play. I'm gonna, like, that, that could change between now and Monday. We're going to do a couple shows in between. I, I'm allowed to change my opinion. Sure. But based, based on this team's track record, I thought he was going to play last year after the first missed game. And then yeah. he didn't. And then he didn't again. So if you're if you're sitting at home and you're thinking, oh, should I, should I bet on this game? What, what am I thinking about from a fantasy perspective? I would say I do not think K1 plays Monday night. No chance. You th- yeah, you, you think it's, it's not happening at this point? No, I don't. No, right. no, no. Because I, I feel like, why would Jeremy Fowler put that out there? Yeah, well, I think the only way the, the only way it changes, I think, is if if he pulls a Buda Baker. And it's solely dependent on the player. Yeah, it, can he force his way? Now, you know, Cliff was asked if it if it comes down to the player's choice ultimately. And he said basically, no. It comes down to medical staff, coaching staff, and, of course, the players' willingness to do it. I'm sure that that has a lot of weight as far as that goes. But, no, it doesn't completely come down to Kyler. I mean, he's got a show between now and Monday that, according to the team, that he's 100%. We're not talking 70%, 75, 80, 85, 90, 95, 98%, 99.5%. He has to be 100% Kyler Murray and has to show the athleticism and speed and burst that – everybody knows and loves and what's makes him so dynamic, which is strange to me. I mean, I mean, you would think that a, not half, but uh, not full, you know, speed. Kyler Murray is still better than a Colt McCoy, but I guess that the organization, I don't know if they're at four and six, they still don't feel like it's worth the risk. Uh, it, it's really a, a, an interesting story to follow along with. Now, 
regardless of which quarterback's in there, I, I will say this. I mean, Kyler Murray has eight total touchdowns against the 49ers in five career games. Six passing, two rushing. He's got a really solid completion percentage. He's performed at a very high level, but so is Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy beat the Niners' ass last year in Santa Clara, didn't he? I mean, he went 26 yeah. for 37 at 70% clip, and he had uh, – you know, he's able to take care of business as far as would he have three touchdowns in that game? I mean, he was yeah, he was took care of the football. In that yeah, he outdueled Jimmy Garoppolo. Now James Conner played a big part in that. And remember, yeah. poor one out for Eno Benjamin in his run over Drake Kirkpatrick. <laughs> but Jordan P in the chat saying Kyler would be playing if this was a playoff game, guarantee it. It is a playoff game. That's yeah. how I'm looking. You gotta win this game. You gotta win this game. And basically, they don't need to win out, but I think I posted something the other day. I thought nine wins would get them in. It may be closer to ten. And this is a game that you're not playing at your home stadium. So you need to go out and take care of business because you're better on the road anyway. But I, I'm just it's frustrating, Bo, because I think Kyler's gonna get slapped with a with an injury prone tag now. Like mm -hmm. that wasn't a thing during his first, I want to say like first two years, even with missing the finale kind of sorta in 2020. What did everybody say when K1 was coming out? He's too small, he's not gonna hold up, you know, and we didn't really see that on a worse team, on worse teams. His, his supporting cast around him, say what you want about the interior offensive line, like the teams have been better the last two years, and this is when he's gotten hurt. And so, again, it goes back to if he's getting hurt playing a certain style of football, then they need to change that. And I know that might be a conversation for the offseason, but you don't see Colt McCoy having him to run around and move around, and Kyler's got a more, you know, a stronger arm. He's historically more accurate than Colt's been in his NFL career. Uh, why can't the Cardinals just say this week, okay, Kyler Murray may be 90%. He can't do his prolific outside-the-box scrambling, mm -hmm. but he still gives us a better option being a pocket passer unless they're convinced that if they have to play that kind of game, you might as well go with Colt McCoy. But right. that's not a good sign if, if you're paying a guy $230 million right. and he can't win multiple ways. Or is it an admission of they just feel like if he's limited athletically and speed-wise that they feel like the better option is Colt McCoy? I mean, that's unfortunate. Then, then you shouldn't have paid him two hundred thirty million. Right, and, and I, I completely agree with that. And and I don't know if it, how much plays into it. The, still, the fact that they're four and six. I understand that it's it's a must win, and every game is a must win. But when you're four and six, it's still you are know, we make, are we it, it would take a Herculean effort to to get you know back to where you can say, hey, this is an actual must win that's going to have playoff implications on it. There's still you know, a game or two wins, a couple wins in a row from that conversation happening. Well, but I mean, like you lose Monday night with Colt McCoy. There's no rush then to bring Kyler Murray back. Right. And yep. that's unfortunate for your fan base. But you win Monday night and it's Kyler Murray who orchestrates this victory over the darling of the NFC. Everybody loves San Francisco. They call him <laughs> an all-star team, right? They botched the Trey Lance pick and he's they're still being propped up. They traded yeah. for Christian McCaffrey. I mean, it. here's the thing. We, we have gone from, in a two-week span, fire Cliff Kingsbury. He's ruining Kyler Murray, too. Well, wait a minute. Cliff is showing he's at least competent. K-1's the problem. K-1's to blame. I mean, I've, I've seen people come out in the woodwork that have been very pro-Kyler over the last couple of years to now saying this is a K-1 issue. Yeah. And I think if, if Kyler Murray feels like he can play, go out and win a football game for your team. You're the better quarterback over Jimmy Garoppolo. You've got your supporting cast, your best friend's back. He's on the team, right? The offensive line's not perfect, but Colt showed you last week you can win with this offensive line, and I would make an argument. I, The pass rush for San Francisco is great. 
but the Cardinals are are better set up to to withhold Bosa and company on the edge than somebody like Aaron Donald on the interior. Yeah. So for for me, this is a perfect opportunity if Kyler can play to to shut everybody up. To shut well, yeah, and and I think the, the biggest difference is people saw it with their own eyes. Like they right. saw Colt McCoy go out there and run this offense more efficiently than Kyler Murray has all season long. I mean, that, yeah. that those are just facts. And when people see it, like you talk about it, you can harken back to last season. People forget about how good Kyler was out of the gates last year, and and that's why they're most puzzled. Like, why can't he revert back to that 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 status? And and yeah, maybe it's some sort of blend of you know how Colt approaches the game and prepares for the game and, and gets ready pre snap and and how he gets the ball out quickly. Uh, but yeah, people were able to see it firsthand right there. It was on their TV screens. They were watching on yep. the Fox broadcast. Colt McCoy run this offense at a high level, the highest all season. And they're like, okay, maybe there's something to it. We can't bash Cliff, Cliff this week. Uh, so they, they're, of course, going to turn their attention to the one that they didn't see go out there and perform in, in Kyler Murray. And now, you know, with his status being in doubt going forward, you know, that those conversations, those debates, they're going to continue until he goes back out there and performs at a high level again. I mean, that's, that's what I said the other day. I mean, it's going to go one of two ways. He can either continue to struggle maybe even get regress or he can get better and, and kind of change the narrative right now surrounding him. The only way he can do that is getting on the playing field. And uh, you know, his next opportunity is Monday night primetime game. You know, you're going to have, I don't know if the Manning cast is, a, is part of this, but you're going to have, you know, Joe Buck and, and Troy Aikman and guys that called a lot of losses on Thursday night football for you guys <laughs> in the booth on Monday night. Uh, I mean, it's it's the opportunity. It's the next opportunity, you, and you hope he can go. We heard from Kyler. This is basically what he told us. It, it pretty much left us where he's uncertain between now and, and Monday night. This is what we heard from the Cardinals franchise quarterback. I feel good. You know, I, I don't know percentage or anything like that, but um, definitely, you know, I, I feel a lot better. Can't put a percentage on it. He, he's not going to do that. I'm sure that's what – you know, his higher ups were telling them they'd love to have that smoke screen. But, you know, I know we're going to get into Hollywood Brown, but this is just where, where the Arizona Cardinals and the organization are with the quarterback position. Uh, Colt McCoy is banged up, according to Cliff Kingsbury. He's pretty confident that he's going to have one of those two guys available come Monday night. Joe, in the comment coming after me, Joe, that was coming from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. I was just <laughs> reciprocating. And, and putting it out there, what Jeremy said, and we talked about it before the show, Joe, Jeremy Fowler is at the Cardinals facility uh, in the offseason. We saw him at OTAs. We saw him at training camp. And he was on the money for most of the contract negotiations that they had throughout the course of the offseason when Kyler was happy and when he wasn't, when he would show up, when he wasn't going to show up. I have no reason to, to doubt Jeremy Fowler. I have reason to doubt the Cardinals when, as Bo just mentioned, they're trying to keep it a competitive edge. But I, San Francisco – probably knows that they're preparing for Colt McCoy. I would love to be wrong and wake up Monday morning and get ready for this game and see K1 trotting out on the field to lead his team. Wouldn't that, that would be the perfect way to set forth this second half resurgence, this second half push with all your complimentary weapons, James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins. We're going to talk about, of course, Hollywood Brown returning Rondell Moore playing his best pro football to date. It's like, go to work, young man. I'm just, I've seen this before. You won't fool me again. Um, and I would tell you right now, if you're on the underdog fantasy app, as much as I am, you know, better than to go higher or lower on Kyler Murray. Just stay away from it right now. Underdog, by the way, does daily fantasy differently. You can draft your team every week, every day 
Five of your friends, the highest scoring squad, wins that cold, hard cash. You can do NBA, NFL. The choices are endless. Again, I get very fatigued doing season-long fantasy. I love these quick hitters. Nobody does it better than underdog fantasy, and it's super easy to get started. All you have to do, friends, is go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, which is fantastic. Sign up with promo code PHNX and get this. Underdog Fantasy is going to double your first deposit up to $100. If you're hearing about Underdog Fantasy for the first time, check it out. You won't be sorry that you did. Also, one thing you're not going to be sorry that you did is registering for our Four Peaks watch parties for next week's World Cup as it kicks things off. We're going to have beer specials, giveaways, guest appearances, and more, including those $3 kilt lifters, $3 wow wheat pints, U.S., Mexico, every match you're going to be able to watch with us at Four Peaks. Register today. There's a link in the show notes right below this YouTube video or wherever you may listen to your podcast. It's less than a week away. The 20th cannot wait for that game against Wales, and you shouldn't either to get your spot because all around the Valley, you're not going to be able to find yourself a seat. You're going to be standing in a line. It's going to be standing room only, and you're going to wish that you had registered for your spot at Four Peaks to comfortably watch U.S. or Mexico take on whoever they face in the World Cup. Join us at Four Peaks for U.S.-Mexico watch parties starting November 22nd. Or You've got uh, Four Peaks, Mexico's first World Cup match. That's Tuesday, November 22nd. Be there at 8 a.m. Delicious breakfast buffet, Johnny. Oh, that That's great. right. Drink specials, as I mentioned, an appearance from rising head coach Juan Gira. Did I pronounce that right? There we go. Thank you. I almost botched that. Buy your tickets in the description. You got to get it because it's going to be awesome to watch a pair of our squads take on the world. Uh, to quote the great Ron Swanson, I have two loves in my life, uh, pretty dark-haired women and breakfast food. And uh, <laughs> I can't wait to, to tackle that breakfast buffet at, uh, with our friends at Four Peaks. Uh, great question in the Your chat. Your wife's name Tammy? No, she is not. <laughs> Tammy four. Uh, Abbott seven, seven, seven. Where would you rank our wide receiver trio in the NFL? Here's what I'll say. I think it is easily top 10. We have not seen it. So it's very Madden esque, but I think it, it's easily top 10 Hollywood and, and Deandre Hopkins will complement each other beautifully. I think it'll free up Hollywood to have the, the, stretch plays down the field that we didn't see earlier this season because he was the default number one. And then Rondell Moore, like, am I getting the Rondell Moore bow from the past couple of weeks where his route tree has expanded? I hope so. Flip that light switch on and mm -hmm. then mix in. I'm telling you right now, Trey McBride, I don't know if he's going to be unleashed this week, but <laughs> he's going to have his best game as a pro by default. He gives you infinite upside, you know, prayers up to Zach Ertz had knee surgery. Unfortunate. Um, he's going to miss the rest of the season, you know, started next year is in doubt fantastic player but I, I i would say cardinals have a top 10 receiving core yeah no doubt about it i mean as far as the diversity that the receivers that they are they're going to rely upon as far as what they're doing with deandre hopkins moving him around rondell just navigating in the slot and moving around as well and then what hollywood brown did before deandre hopkins came back and before his injury I mean, you have to be excited about it. I mean, you look at who they've tried to deploy out there, you know, trying to shoehorn in Robbie Anderson and A.J. Green has been quiet all up until two big plays for the Cardinals down this or during last week's game against the Rams. If you can get a guy who's who's young and athletic and, and has elite speed, as Cliff Kingsbury calls Hollywood Brown speed, 
I mean, it's it's going to be a game changer. I mean, you talk about if, if it is Colt McCoy that's going and his ability to to get the ball into just playmakers' hands, you know, in, in two seconds or less, I mean, that's going to be just lethal. I don't care yeah. what your front seven looks like. If you're getting rid of the football in less than two seconds and you're getting in the hands of, of Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins and Rondell Moore, you're going to have a chance. I mean, that's... That's pretty scary to think about. Now, what's the actual status of Hollywood Brown? It was exciting to see that he was designated to return from IR. And then his head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, as I said, you could be at Guantanamo Bay and trying to get all this information from him. He's not going to leak it. But then we talked to Hollywood Brown in the locker room. Hollywood Brown had this to say. He's a little bit more confident in his availability. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a man of faith. Uh, I told him when I was hurt, you know, when they put me on IR, I'd be back in four weeks. So, you know, God's plan. Uh, just excited to be where I am right now. Now, Hollywood Brown wants to be a man of his word, right? He told now, his teammates on, on, he wants, on, he's going to be back in four weeks. I get the competitive advantage that you want to keep your quarterback status under wraps so they have to play multiple. Uh, that being the opposing team has to prepare for multiple. But the problem with the Cardinals is they did this shtick last year and we got numb to it. And now it's happening again. And I don't want any part of it. But as far as Hollywood Brown goes, love to see it. Love to see the fact that, no, 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 I'm playing. Follow Buda Baker's lead. Can we do that as a franchise and just say, hey, we're going to put our best 53 out there and we're going to beat somebody's ass. I don't get that sense. It's very much like, ooh, maybe so-and-so could be available. We'll see. And then they trot out there and, and no one's available. And it's a it's a big shit sandwich. So Monday night football, <laughs> I got somebody in the chat asking just a straight question of, do you guys think Kyler wants to play Monday? That came from Ryan in the chat. I yeah. hope so, Ryan. Yeah. I, do I feel like a hundred percent like Kyler? You know, when push comes to shove, would go out there to fight for his teammates. I do, but I also feel like I, I don't have as much confidence as like a as a Josh Allen, who literally probably told, told the Bills, "There's no way I'm not playing against the Vikings." I can just not practice all week. I'm ready to rock and roll. And even if he doesn't practice this week, you know he's playing this weekend. With Kyler, it just feels like we can't use kid gloves all the time, guys. Like, at the end of the day, we got to win games. You pay this person $230 million. But it's like what you said before he even was injured. He's not elevating anybody. Yeah. So if you're not elevating anybody and you don't have your availability, what are you doing for me? I need yeah. more, Kyler. We need more from you. And that was always part of the argument from the people, not us, from the people that said he doesn't deserve this money for whatever reason, and the list was long. Okay, Kyler, those people are vocal now more than ever, and you're starting to lose, I think, the casual fan base that supported K-1. And there's still many of us staunchly in his corner, best homegrown franchise quarterback they've ever had. They're very fortunate to have him. But, like, I... I don't want this to become a habit, and it's frustrating. We have to talk about this all the time. Right, and, and you want to continue to see him progress, right? You you right. want to see him get better and better and, and really tap into the potential that everybody saw when they drafted him number one overall out of Oklahoma, and, and he proved that that was the right decision by a couple of successful years, but everybody knows he's got a gear. He, he, the gear exists to go from good to great. Now we have a little bit more context as far as the status of Kyler. Mur well, not so much Kyler Murray. We know what his backup and potential starter Colt McCoy is going through right now. According to Adam Schefter just tweeted out a few moments ago, Kyler Murray's day to day with the hamstring injury. Colt McCoy is dealing with a minor knee injury. And Cliff Kingsbury said he plans to decide later this week who will start at quarterback on Monday night 
in Mexico City versus the 49ers. Now, I know that's not a whole bunch more than what we've already been telling you, but just right. a little bit more context there. It's interesting that Colt, he, he's dealing with a knee. He's not dealing with a hamstring that it looked like maybe he tweaked something against the Rams on Sunday. You're day-to-day for two consecutive weeks with a hamstring, but you're practicing. Like, he was practicing last week. But was it practice taking video? Kyler was going through practice. That's going to happen this week. Yeah, That's going to be very frustrating. Two full weeks of practice, an extra day off because they play Monday Night Football, and he's not going to play. That That is going to be very demoralizing for us as, as fans. And Especially you know since he's, he's played with it, he's played with a hamstring injury, as, as he, we originally stated. He told us he injured it against the Vikings. He tweaked it against the the Seahawks, and he's he, now he continues to get treatment after missing one game. Yeah, that that would be frustrating, it's, especially when you look at the other guys that you know were Kyler Murray's predecessors as far as to these large quarterback contracts. Guys that that like we saw with Josh Allen was was kind of like maybe not Buda Baker esque last week. Oh, I would it, I would call it Buda Baker. Like yeah, they literally people were zero percent. Is he going to have Tommy John? To yeah. he's playing. Never mind. Yeah. That's that's got to be frustrating. But like I said, it it doesn't come down completely to to Kyler Murray. But you would think, you know, if given the opportunity, like Buda Baker forced his way onto the practice field and then forced his way basically into the lineup on Sunday, like he he made himself undeniable to the coaching staff. That's what you want, right? That's what you want from your franchise signal caller. This, you know, what this feels like. I'm going to go to a dark place here. Because this, because the people have made this comparison before, and I've pushed back. This uh-huh. feels very, this feels very NBA to me. This feels very mm-hmm. much like big money contract. Oh, James Harden's not playing tonight. Oh, Ben Simmons is going to sit this one out. Stomach bug, right? I this is this is pro football. You get mm-hmm. seventeen cracks at this, right? This is a franchise that desperately needs postseason appearances, getting people fired up to watch this team, to root for this team. You can't, I'm sorry, you can't treat this like an NBA season. This has to be push comes to shove. People paid valuable money for those tickets. Now, a lot of them Niner fans before the season, but we, our friends, Bergain travel, people are going to be there, 120 plus yeah. that we know of that are Cardinal fans. Like, I need Kyler Murray to, to, to just come out and just say, I wish I could play. I'm physically unable. I can barely move around. And yeah. if that's the case, but what you said last week, Bo, I think reigns truer now because Colt McCoy is injured as well. What you said last week, which I thought was fantastic, was a compromise Kyler Murray needs to be better even at 80% than Colt McCoy at 100%. Now we're dealing with Colt McCoy is not 100% either. So it's like, is Kyler at 75 and Colt 75? Well, Colt trumps Kyler because he doesn't move around. That's bullshit. And if that's your rationale, Cardinals, then you shouldn't have paid him. If you don't think in his fourth year that he's better than Colt McGoy, who was also hampered, then we got huge fucking problems. But <laughs> but if you feel like Kyler yeah. literally – it's it's so frustrating. Right. You're not 7-1. and one. You don't have no. a buffer. You don't have a chance they to go out there. We're playing with house money. Well, we can cruise to the division. Well, turns out you couldn't do that. But you had a playoff spot locked up. You were 10-2. and two. You're not 10-2. and two. You're 4-6. and six. And you got other people on this roster, Bo, that are doing everything they can to come back and play. The other captains on your team, one of which who could be headed to the Hall of Fame and Buda Baker, who's who's taken the reins as the face of the franchise right now. He has stolen that from Kyler Murray, has he not? With hard knocks and everything. Right now, with locally based, it's it's all everything's about Buddha. That's not where Kyler Murray, that's not where he should be right now. He well, yeah, you're heading this. It's it's the guy you want to go to battle with, right? Yeah. I mean, you got you got a choice. 
Who are you picking? Are you picking Buddha or are you picking Kyler? And I think that right now, nobody would choose Kyler over Buddha Baker as far as that goes. And that's not an indictment on Kyler, like completely. It's a testament how how incredible Buddha Baker's been. I mean, the hard knocks last week, and we'll talk about what's coming up this week in, in our recap ep- episode later tonight. But, you know, what Buddha Baker was able to do and how he just kind of endeared himself to this fan base even more so. And then to find out that he had 0% chance to play earlier last week and then worked his way onto the playing field, it, it, it even tenfold on top of that. Arizona Animal, Johnny Kyler needs to get health get healthy for next seven weeks. Listen, I, I think that if he doesn't play Monday, he's not playing against the Chargers because short week, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if they lose. Well, then they go into their bye. They're, they're right. Just, yeah, they'll ride it out. But if Colt McCoy wins, you're not sitting Colt McCoy when he's 2-0 and and he just beat back. If Kyler doesn't play Monday, he's not playing the following Sunday. I guarantee it, you can take it to the bank because either they lose and they're technically out of it, so why rush him back? Or Colt McCoy wins. Colt McCoy beats – that's that's going to be a conversation for next Tuesday. We're going to light the world on fire if Colt McCoy is 2-0 against two division rivals and he, and he brings the Cardinals back from the dead. Then there's going to be every thought piece imaginable saying that Cliff – is actually a genius, and the team structure, it worked. It depends how they would have to win. But if he looks good, I mean, I we we talked about it the other day, Bo. Kyler can hurt his stock by not playing. Now, he can hurt his stock by playing and looking like the Rams' playoff game from last year, but it will be an indictment of K1, as much as I hate to say this, if Colt McCoy goes out and plays another great game and utilizes his weapons and is a distributor and they play good football and there's minimal penalties, right? That's asking a lot of Colt two consecutive weeks now, more game film, Bo. But that that to me, if I'm Kyler, hopefully Eric Burghardt, everybody needs to have a have a trust circle right now of like, okay, <laughs> this this would look bad for the optics. What would look good is you you trying to gut it out. Johnny. Johnny. What? On, oh buddy. no. Oh no. <laughs> this is, I am the voice of reason here. No, 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 no. If Colt McCoy goes two and zero, oh, they're not gonna bench him. No chance. There's no chance he plays after the bye week. Oh, you bet your With the healthy yes, Tyler he Murray, there's no way. Mm-hmm. I there's guarantee- 40 million reasons why. Bro, that Bro, injury. It's not happening, <laughs> dude. You know that injury. this is the business. No, the bit they're trying Cliff's trying to save his job. Cliff Cliff starts rattling off dubs and everybody's saying he's a genius first of all, all of a sudden. First of all, Cliff ain't rattling off dubs with Colt McCoy back there. I don't care what anybody okay. says. Okay, that's a conversation we can have. But I'm telling you right now, though, Kyler doesn't play Monday. He's not playing against the Chargers. And if Colt McCoy beats San Francisco Monday, I just saw a report. Joey Bose is not coming back anytime soon. You don't think Colt McCoy could beat the Chargers at home? Oh, Joey Bosa. Yeah, sorry. He's not coming back against the Chargers that weekend or against the Cardinals. I a lot can we can make nothing out of something, blah, blah, blah. If they lose Monday, it doesn't matter. But if Colt McCoy plays and, and plays well and they win Monday, look out. I'm not saying I would do it. I wouldn't do it. I would play K1, but I've seen this too many times. I mean, how how long now? Sunday was when he tweaked his hamstring, and we're looking at two weeks plus know. the extra day to get ready for Monday Night Football. This, we try to do this last is year. Is the it's turf a concern as far as the hamstring with Kyler Murray and, and your what willing is he, to risk your backup what is the, quarterbacks? What is the field in Mexico City? I don't even know what it what it well, is. I, it was it was. They didn't even play the game. Remember that epic Rams Chiefs Monday Night game? See, they'll use it was that. Supposed as an to be in Mexico City, but they moved it. <laughs> yeah, last minute. That's cool. Oh. 
Colt uh, can't move either, though. He's a hundred. He's got a knee. He's going to play. The way he operates within Cliff's offense, he doesn't have to. He, he's on like fourth and one. They might move him out of there and try to pick Maybe up. Maybe run the same 36 year old legs. Number I one. really do love. I really do love your guys' show and what you guys have been doing. I really love the comments uh, of the Colt McCoy <laughs> supporters for a quarterback that has been a career backup scare our followers away no 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 no. you don't get to come on my show our show and talk (laughs) shit to our to the the great people who make up this fan base and right now (laughs) with every victory that colt mccoy gets that that minority is only going to become louder and eventually become the majority have you not seen the face turn of all these people in the media saying colt mccoy people are saying bench kyler murray now that's i know they are and it's ridiculous because that's not the future no, that's not the few. You will never you, listen. You will never win a championship or even come close to the playoffs with Cole McCoy. Period. It's been it's been proven. It's been proven with other franchises before. Like he's a veteran. He's going to step in. He's going to do what he needs to do. He's going to manage the game because that's what people love. They love they love when their quarterback manages the game. Just hey, just play the way we want you to play. Do just hit the dump offs. Hit the five yard outs. That's all we need you to do, and everything's going to be fine. Cliff's a genius now. Like. Get out of here with that mess. <laughs> Two things can be true. Okay, Colt's bye. not Colt's not the long term answer, and Kyler, if he needs to, he needs to suit up and play and play better. Um, and right now, DraftKings, this game, this line is out of control. Minus eight for San Francisco. I hate it, but I get it. Uh, Niners, you know, they haven't been the Cardinals in in two years. Last time they beat the Cardinals was uh, with Jeff Wilson and I think C.J. Beathard in at State Farm Stadium in front of nobody. Um, so this will be a big game for everybody involved, and you can bet on it using the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You can also bet on the Suns tonight hosting Golden State Warriors. Suns are plus money at plus one, and guess what? You can win some plus money. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet. Get $200 back if your team wins. You download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for details. Every time I'm hanging out just at my house, my wife is on her computer scrolling interior design ideas, you know, how she can kind of bolster our living room, our bedroom, our guest room, you know, wherever it might be, our kitchen, dining room. And I said, hey, why don't you check out more furniture? They're one of our sponsors. We love more furniture. We got some great furniture in our studio from them. She's like, I'm not taking furniture ideas from you. And then finally, like unbeknownst to me, she checked it out. She actually went to morefurniture.com and we actually got a couple pieces from more furniture that are in our house. And we won't discuss it because she knows that she just brushed it off like she shouldn't be taking my advice on this. But you should, especially our viewers out there. Take my advice on this. More furniture. They got their fall sale going on and you can save yourself. You can get a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend. It's a great deal right now, especially if you're trying to get your home looking nicer for the holidays. Thanksgiving's next week. You got the holidays later on next month. Spruce up your home with more furniture's fall sale at morefurniture.com. Plus, we'll receive that $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend. Love to see it. Uh, Nightingale Sunset bringing up a common comparison that I've seen made. Basically, like, it's the year of the backup. Cooper Rush has a better record than Dak. But the Cowboys were quick to to move off of Cooper Rush. Well, it came following a loss. And I would also say Dak has limitations but i also think no one questions dak as a leader or his work ethic where those are things that are questioned with kyler murray and it is the the perfect storm bow where it's like here you have this immensely talented first overall pick that's an introvert 
and you've got the rugged 36-year-old veteran that everybody loves that's limited physically. And they wish they could say, well, just take somebody like Colt McCoy's experience and work ethic and put into Kyler Murray. And you just can't do that. And mm-hmm. so that's why everybody is impatient with K1. I mean, maybe rightfully so. We're in the fourth year. You cut a big fat check. Should we be asking questions as to you're missing open throws? You're coming off in in regard to you don't know the offense to what mm-hmm. you need to do. You don't study film, of course, was the narrative yeah. at the end of the offseason. The penalties are out of control. That's not a Dak Cooper rush thing. This mm-hmm. is its own dynamic based on the avalanche that the team and Kyler, but the team created with that study clause narrative at, at the end of training camp. Yeah, I think they were there were absolutely some uh, bad habits that developed with Kyler Murray working with Cliff Kingsbury, and, and they're ones that kind of uh, just got out of control, especially during the first, what, nine weeks of the season. Yeah. And what you have the ability to do with the win in just w- while nursing your hamstring injury is watch from the sidelines and watch how a professional backup, the quintessential backup probably right now in our game and Colt McCoy operate and how he communicates with his players. I mean, he's talking to defensive players. He's talking to Antonio Hamilton about how he should, how he would throw towards Hamilton if he gave outside or inside leverage. I mean, he's yeah. helping everybody on this roster get better. And that includes the offense. And, you know, you, you can bet your ass that he knows you know, what he's saying in the huddle or what he's he's saying at the line of scrimmage when, when they're about to run a play, he's making sure everybody's in the best position for that play to be successful. And you hope that those those examples happening right in front of his eyes are, are, are resonating with Kyler Murray. Now, that's a big if. I mean, you can go a couple different directions with it, but it the fact that they were able to win a football game and Kyler Murray potentially learn a lesson how to be a better quarterback I mean, he says he he talks to Colt all the time, right, Johnny? You saw the you saw the yep. video on that. I mean, that's that's great. That's great that he has Colt McCoy now. Called him a father he, figure. Yeah. Now you have to utilize that. Put into play what he's telling you, and and put into play, put into motion how he's running this offense. It's it's not like I I know people are quick to point out like, hey, Colt McCoy was getting rid of the ball in two point one seconds, and Kyler holds on the ball a lot longer. That's a product of Col- uh, Cliff K- Kingsbury wanting Kyler Murray to go out there and make the big play. What makes him so special is being able to kind of uh, improvise, right? And you can't improvise if you're just dropping back, throwing the football as quick as possible. So it, it's a happy medium. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be between, like Cliff is going to have to say, hey, I need you to be a little bit more like Colt McCoy because this front seven is so ferocious. Just run that game plan. If something breaks down, then get out there and run. Uh, Nightingale Sunset asking, do you guys see an avenue to win in Mexico with Colt McCoy behind center? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. The Niners the Niners lost to the Broncos. They lost to the Falcons. They lost to the Bears. I mean, they're, they're an average team, a little bit above average, but they've got a bunch of star players. But they also have Jimmy Garoppolo. I would say the recipe is very similar to last week. The defense has to ball out. They have to force turnovers. And then the offense can't make mistakes. And see, that's the, that's the ceiling that you have with Colt McCoy. You, you have to you don't have to play perfect football, but you have to make the plays that are there to be made. Where with K one, you can make a bunch of mistakes. Cardinals have been negative in the turnover differential, and they win games because of it. Now we'd like to see him clean that up. That's what we're asking in year four. But I would say running the football with James Conner, you can run on the San Francisco 49ers, You know, feeding your playmakers. You know, Colt McCoy does a great job. Yeah. One of the best backups in the league to distribute to Rondell to now Hollywood potentially. So yeah, there's there's absolutely an avenue. And I listen, 
it goes back to my original comment. That's why people want Colt to play because they feel like right now he gives the Cardinals the best chance to win. I don't agree with that. I don't think Bo does, but I'm there. There's not a drop off considerably given where Kyler was playing before his injury. Yeah. And I don't like their secondary. I mean, it's no. not great. I mean, it's elevated by a stout front seven. It elevates them a little bit. But, you know, when you, if you have Colt McCoy in there and potentially adding Hollywood Brown back to the mix, I mean, he's going to look at the favorable matchups. He's going to play matchups. And if DeAndre Hopkins is one-on-one, he's going to nuke. If Rondell Moore has a good matchup he likes, just like on fourth down, he's going to Rondell. If Hollywood Brown has a good matchup, he's going to Hollywood Brown. I mean, that's how do you, how do you account for that? And then if you can if you can kind of wear him down later in the game, and of course you're gonna have to play with the lead. James Conner can just wear you out. So yeah. it's you you have yeah of course you have to like your your chances offensively, but we've seen where this offense gets stagnant far too often. And you know the big thing for McCoy is you just got to take away from that Carolina game if if they have a big game wrecking play like like Hassan Reddick and the Panthers had early in that contest. You know, it's tough to get back on schedule with Colt McCoy. It just really is. It's tough to get back on schedule with anybody. But, yeah, I mean, the Niners have the ability defensively to, to wreck things, but the Arizona Cardinals have playmaking-wise, especially the wide receiver position, you know, one of the most talented groups in the league. My my concern actually isn't with the offense this game. It's with the defense. And the, what the San Francisco 49ers want to do to their core is run the football. And I, you still can't convince me the Cardinals are stout against the run. And yeah. I've seen lesser Kyle Shanahan teams go up against Vance Joseph and just plow their way to 200 yards on the ground. As somebody pointed out in the chat, Debo Samuel is getting healthy now. You know, George Kittle, the Cardinals have been wrecked by tight ends. It is a, in my opinion, even with how great the Niner defense is, I'm with you, Bo. I think the defense with Vance Joseph has a far bigger task at hand yeah. um, because I think that they're going to take the ball, continue to take the ball out of Jimmy Garoppolo's hand. They're going to dump it off. Christian McCaffrey. They've got they they're the ultimate yak team. They just got a bunch of athletes, and then they have their own version of of Colt McCoy plus I would call it in Jimmy Garoppolo, where he he may be able to rally you you know a couple times a year, but he's a game manager and he does it well and he knows the offense. But he can also get off tasks like he did in San Francisco last year against the Cardinals, and he can give you the football. So it just kind of depends on on who shows up. But um, real quick, Bo, you know we talked about Kyler Murray potentially not being available. What do you know the latest on the likes of DJ Humphreys and Byron Murphy, both of whom were absent last weekend at Los Angeles? Yeah, so they said that Byron Murphy was was not a participant in uh, practice, still dealing with the back injury, albeit it being a closed walkthrough, and and there's not much to walk throughs, but still not out there. And, you know, DJ Humphreys is is a guy that I think is going to be continuously day-to-day, as you mentioned, with with the edges or the the tackle positions for the Arizona Cardinals uh, with with Beecham, who's been – their only offensive lineman who hasn't missed any time this entire season. Um, you, you, and you wouldn't have wanted to pick that as far as who you wouldn't want to have missed time. And then, you know, Josh Jones had some moments as far as filling in on, on Sunday. So uh, we'll see. I mean, Byron Murphy continues to be the concern, but the way Antonio Hamilton played, uh, I mean, you, you love his physicality and, and maybe his ability to go up against Debo Samuel in that, in that game, but you're going to have to have the guys your corners that you'd love to be at full strength with the physical offense, but you know, Trayvon Mullen played more snaps, Marco Wilson's physical out there. And then you've got your physical safety. So I think you match up pretty decently in that spot. I, I think so against the pass. Absolutely. Yeah. Against the pass. What concerns me is the Niners behind 
you know, Trent Williams and company and Kyle Juszczyk with McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell yeah. four, five, six yards per pop and somebody breaks one, then you can mix in the play action. That, that to me, if they can find a way to shut down the run, but they're just, they're too inconsistent. I think that that's where, again, Kyler Murray's absence hurts the most is this offense is at its best and this team is at its best jumping out to early leagues like we saw against San Francisco, or excuse me, uh, L.A. last week, where the Rams had to get one-dimensional and they had to throw their way back or attempted to throw their way back into the game because I think they wanted to lean into the run game, even with Cooper Cup and company. So is it too much to ask that they score an early touchdown with either Colt or (laughs) or, uh, Kyler Murray? That'd be huge. I mean, it would go a long way. I mean, that's that's what the blueprint is. You want to get up early. And you want to kind of hold on to those leading and salt away the game. And and you really want to put Jimmy Garoppolo in a position where he has to become that rhythm passer that he can't yeah. be. Like he can't, you know, put string together two to three drives in a row where he's just firing on all cylinders. And that's even with Kittle and Ayuk and Debo Samuel in the in the mix. And that's, you know, that that can play to your advantage. If you can, if you can somehow neutralize that run game and Elijah Mitchell in two games against the Cardinals last year had 79 yards on the ground combined. And now I know he was kind of a, I think he made his first start against them where yeah, they won 70% with Trey, Trey Lance. And then they, they won again in, in, in Santa Clara and that game was out of hand because they couldn't get a run game going anyway. So that's going to be key. And then what, what McCaffrey does and what McCaffrey saw a good point in the chat, in the chat. I mean, he always is, is a nuisance for the Arizona Cardinals. Colt or Jalen Blair with a good point. Colt got that early field goal, then went three and out in the next three possessions. Yeah, it took him a while to get going. Uh, he's a backup. I mean, yeah. but he did orchestrate, you know, 20 plus points in a victory. And that's what matters at the end. And I, I do think that the Cardinals put up 24 to 26 points. They got a great chance to win. That's easier said than done. What's what's not hard is uh come and hanging with us on the 27th of this month in just a couple of weeks. At the Lola for our official PHNX tailgate, Cardinals hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. Will the Cardinals be on a two-game win streak? Get your tickets now. Drink specials, games, giveaway. It is the best tailgate in the Valley. Check out the link in the chat, everbright.com. Again, I'll be hanging. Bo, Frank Sanders, Damian Anderson. We're going to have a blast at the Lola like we always do. And, And listen. We got so much good content on the docket beginning tonight, my man, Bo, with our PHNX Cardinals After Dark show coming to you live immediately following the dropping, the airing of Hard Knocks on HBO with the Arizona Cardinals episode two. Before we get out of here, Bo, do you have any predictions for tonight's show? Uh, Yeah, I mean, we're going to have the director of tonight's episode, Terrell Ridley. He's going to join us, and I think you're going to see a heavy dose of Colt McCoy kind of taking the reins of this offense. You know, Buda Baker coming out of nowhere. Should have been on the shelf with an ankle injury. We're going to see more Buda Baker. Um, and you're going to see probably, I, I, from what I hear, sources tell me we're going to hear about a little bit of J.J. Watts kind of heart scare. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll get into uh, Arizona Cardinals wide receiver coach Sean Jefferson and his relationship with his son, Van Jefferson. That we, You saw a clip if you on social media Really powerful stuff as far as Sean and his son, Van. Bo and I are going to be live tonight right around 9 p.m. Come hang out. In the meantime, check us out at gophnx.com. Howard Balzer doing phenomenal written work. Uh, become a member. Just under 60 bucks for the entire year. Cop a free T-shirt from the PHNX Merchandise Locker in the process. Bo, are you excited about the fact that 
just in a couple of days. The Cardinals will be in Mexico City. This team is on hard knocks. It does feel like they're on the they're they're on the precipice of doing something great. They yeah. just have to have wins behind it. Just get it, got to get it done. Got to get that dub, and you can continue to change things. The narrative around this team that you know they have no they're they're not in the playoff conversation. Cliff's in over his head. You paid Kyler too much. The only way you can change all those conversations is winning football. They can endear themselves to a national audience twice. Tonight on, on Hard Knocks, Monday night, and then a dub. Uh, that, that next episode is probably the, the most watched of the entire season if they win on Monday night. You love to see it. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Be sure to like this video down below. Help share on the YouTube algorithm. Go, Everybody, go get some food, right? Get geared up for Hard Knocks. Come right back here. Subscribe to PHNX underscore sports on the old YouTube. For Bo Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. Wait a minute, what? Tomorrow morning, you just got to keep keep an eye out. We've got a big announcement coming up tomorrow morning. Isn't that there right? Is. 9 a.m. Yes. You got I didn't know if I could tease it. It's very under wraps. But it's coming. You tweeted it. You tweeted I did, it but here. I didn't know how much to say. You know, I don't have a script in front of me. I don't want to. I don't want to stumble over it. Well, I'm. I'm just telling you. I'm excited about. It. I know you're excited about it. You I thought am. It, yes. It's so cool that you couldn't talk about it, but you can. 9 a.m. Make sure you're following at PHNX underscore Sports uh, for a pretty incredible announcement. Bo and I are back in just a few hours. Be there. See you guys.